Hi everyone, welcome to that one podcast with Miles. I haven't done an episode in like a week or something, and there's a lot to talk about since we last did an episode, and people actually listen to it. So, we're doing another episode. Today with me, I have Eli. What's up, Eli? Hey, Miles. So, uh, you know, there's so much stuff, hate going on, you know, Black Lives Matter. Well, obviously, well, that's not just the whole thing. Well, you know, like the whole George Floyd, Minneapolis, all the riots, looting, all of that. Everything really that falls under that, um, I think we're going to be talking about today. Um, I am going to say before we start, I'm going to put my opinion out there before Eli starts talking because I just want you to know my opinion and all uh, everyone else knows that because I don't want to be hated on for what I believe in or anything. So if you have anything, just tell me personally. I believe that the riots and the looting and all of this and like burning local businesses down that is not okay. That's not doing anything to help. That's just starting more hate and damage and like we were talking about earlier how well like if you burn down a local business that's not helping you at all. Like Yeah. It's just not it's with your community and you're still doing it. And with like Target and stuff, they, they don't have any need they're not doing anything. Uh to get them to make their, uh, you know, areas being burnt down. They're just doing it because they want to. Yeah. But uh, you can go. Okay, all right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, you know, I think that it is ridiculous to burn down, you know, local businesses and steal random crap. You know, it makes sense to target what you need to target, or, or what they want to target. Um, you know, police stations and government offices and mm-hmm. all that kind of things. But, uh, and I don't have as big of a problem with Target because, you know, Target can come back from their yeah. door being burnt down. But these people, you know, that operate like sports bars or they sell televisions or whatever they put they put their whole lives and their all of their monies in this business exactly i saw an interview it was like the day after the big thing in minneapolis and it was this man who owned a bar and it was completely destroyed because he put all his life and saving into that bar and now it's all gone and in the morning when they record recording the looters decided to come back and try to get into his safe like it was insane the entire place was burnt down and, like, he wasn't even trying to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, he doesn't, yeah, he's not a policeman, and he, yeah, he's not part of the systematic oppression. Yeah. He just, just owns a sports bar. Um, yeah, and I've seen people on Instagram and other things talk about, like, this is, like, some kind of, communist revolt and that's why people are targeting like target and stuff i really doubt that this is these people you know they're they believe all this radical stuff and it's not like yeah it's not like these guys are uh going into target because they're trying to destroy the capitalist system yeah it's not because they have a giant urge against target and political aims against them or anything it's because they just want a television Mm mm-hmm yeah, they just want to steal. Yeah, which not... which entirely a lot of them I know forgot the whole point. Like they their excuse is well George Floyd would have wanted this or something, but like not at all. You're, you're, the whole point of the 
protest was to get justice, and it went into hate and crime, and it's insane. Yeah, and this always happens in a large riot. Right. I know that, though, this changes things in Minneapolis and across the country, in policing and in, you know, the United States. But, like, you know, in, uh, in the 90s in L.A. when Rodney King was murdered, uh, there was big riots, and uh, people had to defend their businesses uh, on the rooftops. Uh, in Koreatown, they had that the their small business owners to prevent rioting since they were completely abandoned by the uh, LAPD. They had to buy a bunch of guns and they had to sit on their roofs. It literally feels like that movie, The Purge, where the the people are like, protecting their because yeah. that's yeah, literally their, their homes and stuff. Yeah, it's insane. I uh, I'm going to read a definition right here and tell me if this sounds familiar. Okay. The unlawful use of violence and imitation, especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims. Does that sound familiar to anything? Yeah, that sounds like terrorism. Exactly, and that I I just I sometimes I feel like cops are like getting legal like permission to do this kind of stuff, which obviously they are, and it's not okay. Yeah, and we've seen we've seen. I think that it's going to get worse the more that federal agents get involved mm-hmm. because they have a very historic tendency to be extremely heavy-handed. Yeah. Like in Waco, they they shot they fired tear gas into a building and they shot into it with live ammunition in a building that contained children and you know, pregnant mothers. Yeah. Um and also, tear gas is extremely flammable yeah. when uh, it when oxidized, and you know, and I think that like the more, like the less local you get, usually the worse it becomes mm-hmm. because these people have less connections to the community, and they're trained to they're not trained to deal they're trained to you know take do whatever is necessary to stop. What's happening, you know, especially after 9-11, they're, tra- you know, organizations like the FBI and the National Guard mm-hmm. are, are primarily trying to deal with, uh, like, acts of terror, uh, like, jihadist terrorism. Yeah. And that's not what's going on here, because these people have completely understandable motivations and all that. But the, I do have some good news. I've heard multiple reports of, um, uh, you know, low-level National Guard members not, you know, not directly following orders to be harsh on them, uh, protesters. Yeah. Which is a wonderful thing to hear. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? And, like, obviously, everyone should know right now that the officer who killed George Floyd, and, like, we're, I'm considering, obviously I'm saying, it was murder what happened that day. I- yeah, no one disagrees that it was murder. Yeah, there's no excuse around saying that it wasn't. It obviously was. Several cops have stood out about it and said, and all their times in their precincts, they have never been taught to put their knee down like that on someone where they can't breathe, and especially if they're begging and saying they can't breathe to stay on them. That was yeah. on direct order. And then those other people watched. And so, like, it's... So I, I'm happy that this person has been arrested... Yeah. 
and for manslaughter, but there's still so much more we need to do. Those other cops who didn't do anything, they need to be brought to justice. There's so much stuff. Yeah, and the thing is, um, it's already it's already too late to, you know, everybody to just stop because they said, you know, we're pressing charges against him and all that. Yeah. It's too late now. Yeah. It's because they, they didn't arrest him immediately, but if it was something else, like... They would have immediately arrested because it's it's like yeah, they, it's different. It's because it's a police officer. Yeah, I think I, I think that this this country doesn't recognize. Um, uh, you know, they we have all this like heroism complex about about anybody anymore. You know, may it be you know people who served in the. You know, the armed forces, or firefighters, or uh, policemen, or EMS, or, uh, like, ambulance drivers and paramedics. Mm-hmm. But we got to recognize, and, you know, these people do do good things all the time, but we got to recognize that they still, they, they, make, they make bad decisions, and they deserve to be you know, rectified for that, just like anybody else. Yeah, there shouldn't be any excuse to give one a higher power if they have done the same crime as someone else. Yeah. If someone, if a cop stole something and a civilian stole something, both should have the same exact punishment. Yeah. There's no way around saying that. Yeah. And, you know, I believe what we, what I said earlier. I think policemen need to be, you know, it shouldn't be handled just like, I think it, you know, it definitely should be more like they are a part of the... They're accountable to the communities, not just to the city government. Yeah. You know, they, they work in the places that they come from. Uh, well, we... Well, and that's not completely possible all the time. And I think that we definitely need to put a lot more funding and more research into... Nonviolent apprehension tactics. Yes. You know, and I, and I understand. You know, people say that policing is the most dangerous job in the world, but that's actually not true. Wait, what do you like? By description, people really think that being a police officer is the most dangerous thing, like out of. Not well, maybe not in the world, but the most you know one of the most dangerous jobs. But it actually ranks. Sometimes it only gets dangerous if a cop makes it that way. Yeah, it it ranks. Uh, last time I checked, it ranked well below twentieth. The most dangerous jobs are the ones that a lot of people don't think about. You know, fishermen, farm workers. Uh, loggers is a very dangerous job. Mm-hmm. It is more dangerous to repair, to uh, repair telephone lines and and um, uh, power lines than it is to be a police officer. Yeah, there's way more casual ways of getting hurt than as a police officer. Because with a police officer, it's not supposed to be casual for a police officer to get hurt. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I think that people, what we've made the police an all-seeing, you know, like an all-seeing entity, and there's a big disconnect of accountability. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people, 
people don't talk things out with their neighbors anymore about noise complaints or something. They just call the police. Yeah. And that just leads to more violence. People don't protect, you know, their homes or their families. And, you know, people, you people can't even, people still call the cops even when they get in a minor accident on the, on the road. We don't need to involve policemen in everyday life all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said something earlier about uh, by wanting the gun control rules and stuff, you're just putting those weapons in the hands of the cops with less restrictions. I, I think, yeah, I, I don't, I think that probably it would make sense to have a gun in every squad car, but a gun on every officer individually. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I think tasers make sense. And tasers, yeah, tasers obviously is going to hurt, but that's not, like, obviously. Most of the, the time, that won't kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that the whole point of firearms is, and for policemen, is that it's something to use when a suspect... Either a, you know, they, they are actively, uh, you know, endangering other people, not, not even just fleeing the scene from like a minor crime or from like a shoplifting or something. Yeah. 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 I understand. And then, no, you can go. It's okay. No, you go ahead. All right. Um, and then we were talking about how there were some rumors that some of these fires and stuff were started by undercover officers. And yeah, I heard that specifically about the uh, fire that destroyed that auto zone. Yeah, the auto zone. And, two, and, two days ago. And that's obviously undercover cops starting things and like trying to do this kind of stuff that has happened before. Yeah. It will still happen. And that, it's under their legal terms sometimes. And that's and that's another major problem in American law enforcement, all the way down, you know, from normal policemen, all the way up to the to the FBI mm-hmm. and the ATF, is their their whole goal. Well, is you know they've made their goal less about preventing crime, and more about making arrests. Yeah, the ATF had a very uh, interesting program in Arizona where they would, they had this, uh, they quote unquote let guns walk. What that means is that they would let them be sold, you know, firearms in America knowingly be sold to smugglers. Then they would try and track them and arrest the cartels uh, or um, uh, and find who's buying them it you know, the drug cartels who are buying them in Mexico. Mm-hmm. The problem is it gets a lot harder for an American law enforcement organization to track what happens in Mexico. Yeah. And those those very same firearms, the same, uh, with the same identification numbers and the same, uh, would later turn up in the deaths of multiple uh, various law enforcement officers. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's harmful to the communities that they're in. It's harmful to themselves. Yeah. And it needs it need they need to stop doing you know actively instigating violence 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of cops don't hesitate on the smallest things to pull out their firearm. And several videos, you can see cops. There was one video specifically that I saw of this man who was simply just resting in his car. He wasn't doing anything. And the cop unrightly uh, pulled the gun out with one hand, put it to his side like he would in an action film. Not properly like uh, cops have been trained to. It was literally like an action film position of holding his pistol and then right when he, he doesn't do anything he's not yelling he's not resisting before he can even get out of the car he shoots him three times yeah yeah and that's not and that get yeah that is a horrible horrible thing to do um and this doesn't and this doesn't happen with other people owning you know with civilians owning firearms most of the time except for a few notable cases. Um, but, you know, people don't... It's really only police officers who see, you know, somebody doing something, you know, that looks kind of suspicious, and then they immediately shoot them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really interesting report that was recently, I think it was in St. Louis, in Missouri, that was uh, a man... Uh, a man, a girl, a man and his girlfriend were shot dead because the police did a full SWAT no-knock raid on their house, which was the wrong house for the warrant. And he and he shot and he shot at him because he didn't know what was going on. This was twenty people breaking into his house with firearms, and the it probably they probably shot tear gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that they would use it as an excuse to, like, oh, he had a gun. Of course he pulled a gun. You you just broke into his home with no excuse. Exactly, yeah. And I know not always there's time for negotiators, but a lot of time there also is time for it. But no one cares about that kind of job or anything anymore. They just care about being there with their firearm, ready to shoot whenever they don't, when they do something that they don't like. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's this weird macho man thing that isn't really even masculine at all. Masculinity is about, you know, you know, acting, you know, acting in a rational manner. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not being like a, not being like a child or an idiot and pulling, you know, and whenever something goes wrong, you pull a gun instantly. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of unbelievable cases that have been could have been handled so much better. The uh, actually, I remember the report when there was uh, at Jones Park, uh, the incident where I think it was the wife was killed and the child was shot. Did you hear about that? Long time back. Yeah, that was in Austin, Texas. No, I'm. T- there is this one at Jones Park, Asheville. Oh, oh my God! Really? Mm-hmm. And the kid is still alive to this day. His mother sadly passed away. But what happened was that there were several reports, many reports of gunshots and, like, a scream. So the cops, they park a block away, and they wait for screams. And obviously, they're not going to scream much anymore because they're just on the ground laying dead. And they waited for, like, an hour. So, and she, uh, they said something like, no, she may have actually been alive for that hour. So they were on the block waiting for her to die. Yeah. And I like if you're gonna like if you hear if you get several reports of gunshots, it sounds better. Like oh, 
understand it more if you have your firearm ready. Like, obviously, you don't just instantly shoot, but if there are several uh, call-ins about gunshots and screaming, you don't park a block away. You go yeah. as a cop, and you do what you were supposed to do. Yeah, like, how is that, how is that the time to be patient? Exactly. You know, you know you're gonna, you're gonna lay a man, you're gonna kill a man because he, you know, he stepped out of the, he had a bag of skittles in his hand and he stepped out of a grocery store but too quickly but you're gonna you know you're just gonna be real patient see what happens when there's a shooting going on exactly and uh trying to think with there was a comparison there was this white man who murdered like two or three and they uh gently sat him down gave him water and ordered him burger king and then with uh, George Floyd, he wasn't doing... I mean, I think it was like a loose cigarette or whatever, something like that. And then, you know, he, he was murdered. Yeah, he was... Yeah. Um, yeah, he was... Yeah, he did... He did the most... Um, uh, one of the most, you know, smallest, at least important huh, crimes. Mm-hmm. You know... Allegedly selling loose cigarettes. You don't deserve to die for that. Well, obviously you don't deserve. There's, there is no way you could ever convince me in my entire life for a thousand years that there is a way that you can shoot somebody just because they have loose cigarettes and are selling them. I understand charges. I don't understand literally taking a life up because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like... Yeah, and it's not like, you know, he was shoplifting and the shop owner shot him or even anything like that. He wasn't, he was committing, he was committing a crime that is, that is also basically specifically targeted to arrest poor people and African Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, a crime that is designed to put more people in jail uh-huh. and to collect fines. Yeah, I... I, uh, I just don't understand that it, someone just casually did it. and I, I just don't understand the officers who didn't stop him either and just watched. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I think, this is one of the most asinine cases we've seen in years because there is, there's no, you know, there's no plausible deniability at all. He was cuffed on the ground, you know, saying, you know, I can't breathe, and he knelt on his neck. Yeah, there's no possible, like, I, I, it's so weird to think that an officer really couldn't even listen to one thing because knowing that that is not something they were ever trained to do. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really unbelievable. Yeah. I've heard of, uh, I think there's been some, uh, riots in Atlanta, various other places. Oh. I think they set some, uh, they, in, uh, Brooklyn, they set a police station on fire. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. I I don't know. Obviously, I can't say how we're going to resolve this at any point or when, but... 
I really hope that. I don't know. It's just racism. Is racism is obviously not going away, and yeah. that's what is the worst. I think. Yeah, I I just hope that the Minneapolis police can learn a lesson and eventually become a role model for the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot to take in. Yeah, I do. All right. What else do you want to talk about? Doesn't We don't always have to stay on the same topic. You know, the whole podcast is talking about whatever. So whatever you want to talk about, I'll probably let's talk. talk about, let's talk about um, uh, the virus, shall we? Ooh, I am. Can I talk about... I know it sounds like, oh, Miles, you're putting so much of your... Uh, uh, so much of your life into it that isn't needed. But can I say something about like race in this? Yeah. So recently, a lot of people have been throwing shit at a- different Asians and like hurting Asians and telling them that they're spreading the virus and they need to go back to where they came from, basically. And I just think like that is so unbelievably horrible to do when. Like, do not realize how many people that aren't Asian that have it, and how many people are spreading it that aren't Asian. Yeah. It's... Like, we're not a virus. Yeah, Asian... Yeah. I mean, it's actually uh, slightly less common in Asian Americans. It is more common in Latinos, African Americans, and whites. Mm-hmm. People don't care. They just... This, the president literally called it, what, the Kung Flu virus and the Chinese virus? Yeah. So obviously those supporters are going to think, oh, well, that, that that probably means that every one of them is uh, yeah, has the virus. Let's go outside in big groups and tell them about it. Yeah, they're not going to think that, you know, people don't think that it's, oh, that means that it's the People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. They're just going to think that, you know, it's their Asian neighbor. Yeah. Well, luckily, I don't think anyone's been killed because of that. Yeah, no. That is the lucky thing that happened. No one's gone that far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, a lot of this isn't being handled as well as it could be. I'm always going to think that. Do you know there is a thing, I don't know if it's completely true, but it's something like, if we all stayed in, this would be finished, it would have been finished by the end of April. I don't know if that would be true or not. Well, I mean, like, not finished. I'm saying, like, things would be more ordered and less chaotic if we all stayed in. Like, every person, 99%. But, yeah, but America doesn't have the the welfare system and and people refuse to build one that would allow that to happen. You can go. People asking to reopen, you know, it's not just, you know, some weirdos talking about haircuts. It's, you know, people, yeah, people have small business. And that's, you know, people who work in manual labor and small businesses and work in the restaurant industry are usually some of the least wealthy people. Mm -hmm. And the people who can work from home work, you know... That they have, yeah, they have an office job. Uh, that, that, those people have, yeah, those are, those are the people who can also financially sustain themselves. Uh, yeah. 
for a longer period of time. I think, I don't know if it'll be reported, but I think that this might, you know, cause some people to die. Not because of the virus, but just like starvation. And that's, that's truly sad. That in the, that, you know, in a country that can produce so much, it's, we still, we still manage to not be able to feed large millions of people. There should be so much more. Astros every Saturday does a small thing downtown for people who are out of a job to uh for free food and we got that today cuz um and like I feel like there could be so much more. Like America obviously like could set up stuff but they're not. They're just focusing on everything else. Well not even that. It's it's complicated. Yeah. It's it's a mess. I mean, and people have been praising. This is one thing I wanted to talk about. People have been praising um, New Zealand for handling it so well. You know, why aren't we like them? Mm-hmm. God, I wonder. You know, we're not an island nation that, you know, and the world's, the rest of the world's economy is not built on the performance of New Zealand. Yeah. And besides, it's not been, you know, all fun and games. They've had uh, people have them uh, starved in their homes. And they also allowed, if police suspect that you are having some kind of gathering, they can, without a warrant, they can break into your home and do whatever they feel necessary. Yeah, there's, there's bad in every area. There's not one place that is perfect. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I think like America right now is really bad. But there's so many worse places to think that thinking that you don't have privilege. But you know, like Niger, like North Korea, Iran, those places. You don't think about that that much, do you? You you don't. Yeah. Like with Iran, like all that. There's it's a very dangerous, hostile environment. And then with like North Korea, you can be sent to camps illegally and like be arrested for the stupidest things. And Niger is like the lowest of poverty. It's insane. There's like just so many places are so horrible. I don't know. It sounds dumb. I think that in general, the um, uh, you know, and I and I do think I I know that I should you know think about third world countries more, but uh, that's not really. That's not really my area of expertise because I don't live in a third world country. Right. Um, but I think it. I think that things are just getting worse in America. Yeah, yeah it's slowly, like people just, it's it's getting worse. We're losing our civil liberties. We're losing, you know, our. We're losing any kind of economic gains. Or, yeah, we're losing the things that. Well, I, the thing that, like, a dystopian future that I can imagine is, like, where we don't own anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You, 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 uh, you live in a small apartment, you take ride shares everywhere, you rent the apartment, you have a big payment plan on your television, you don't own any music, it's all, you know, a streaming service that you pay for monthly. And that's and you know that's not great to think about because if something goes wrong you can't you can't live independently because everything you have it 
Yeah. So you cut out a bit there. Oh, do you need me to say it? Sure, it yeah. If you want to say it again, just this yeah. one. I feel like what's going to happen is eventually, you know, you won't you won't own any music. It'll all be on Spotify. Yeah. And it won't even be downloaded. You won't, you won't own any movies or anything like that because it'll all be on Netflix or Hulu. You... Uh, you won't make enough money, so you'll need to have these massive payment plans on your television, you know, where you won't be, actually own it until the time comes that you will buy a new one because it'll break. Mm-hmm. You won't own a car. You won't, you won't own your own home or apartment. You won't own any land. And that's kind of scary to... Uh, and that's kind of that's kind of scary to think about, you know, that we won't we won't have anything that's actually ours. It seems like it's like de-evolving in a way where you're not. It's just everyone's doing the same thing, having our one big thing like music being on Spotify and having yeah. Netflix and all that. It's weird. Yeah. I was gonna say something. Oh uh, yeah, and it's just like I think this year this year. This entire year, if we get past this, we'll literally be one of the craziest history books ever. And that's not even making it a joke. Tensions between Iran and America at the beginning. Uh, fires in Australia. What else? Uh, coronavirus, obviously. I don't know. And I mean, all of this stuff, obviously, they might, people talk about riots all this. And there's just so much stuff that's happening right now. Yeah, it, I feel like, you know, it's just, it's, it's all getting worse. People, uh, like, I feel like our civil, our, you know, our human rights are being eroded away. Mm-hmm. And our, and, you know, like, ownership of things. Soon, I feel like, you know, we won't really have anything anymore. We'll be working all the time. We won't, you know, people won't have families. It's, it's, it's just really depressing. It is. I try to think on the bright side, though, you know. Yeah. There's always white in the tunnel. tunnel. You just need to keep digging to find it. Yeah. Alright, well, that was a good topic. Is there, what else do you want to talk about? We still got, like, 30 minutes. Um. Well, oh man, what do I want to talk about? It's, I'm really glad that we've been having some nice weather. Uh, weather has been, it's been warm, man. It's been really warm. Yeah, that's good. I just, I feel like now people are thinking that quarantine is over, and it's not. We're still kind of suffering. Yeah, I just, I don't even uh, know what to, you know, I, I don't even know, like, I feel like my mom takes it too seriously, mm. and my dad doesn't take it seriously enough. Yeah, yeah. 
like obviously it's a thing you're not supposed to go out and hang out with a go to a concert or anything but also like you're a lot like I hang out with my friend Ben like every once yeah. in a while like yesterday we don't like hug or anything but we still hang out because like it's not I don't want to just be in a house my entire time and not see anyone yeah yeah and yeah I see you know people like disinfecting their groceries and like leaving them outside yeah I'm like what are you what are you what are you doing yeah and I, I don't think that we should take you know like the med well especially not here America's different from a lot of countries because not everybody lives in large cities yeah You know, you know, it's not like, uh, yeah, it's not like New Zealand or Italy where, you know, everybody lives really close together, uh, but we can just, uh, like we can, you know, people can still work some and I don't think. Uh, I think that, you know, we could, I, I, it would be better, well, actually, never mind, that's stupid. I was thinking about having restaurants that have capacity, but everyone has to wear a mask, but how do you eat with a mask on? <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I've been kind of chilling with just ordering takeout a bunch. I've had a lot of takeout recently, and just, yeah. you know, it works conveniently. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, I just, um, uh, want to, I'm just want to be able to go back to normal eventually. Yeah, I think eventually it will happen. I don't think we're gonna, it's gonna be like a hundred year depression. I think at some point we might get sense and we'll actually get out of this. Yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna go back to the first topic just for a little, for one thing. I, uh. I here I will admit that maybe I should have looked into the term because I said on my story for a little MACB because I I'm gonna still say I will never believe all cops are bad. I don't think I can ever convince myself to say that every cop is a bad person. Um. Well, the people who say that they'll, you know, they'll forget all about this and, you know, and in twenty years they'll call. They'll call the cops on their neighbors because their music is too loud. Right. The, you know, they're not, like, uh, you know, they're not, like, real. I'm sure that we both know lots of people. I'm not going to name anybody, obviously. Right. But, you know, they're acting like they're some kind of big-time revolutionary because they made a sign. <laughs> Yeah, well, this person texts me after I say that, and they simply start off with no, and they're like, um, they, they basically, what they said was that I'm siding with the oppressors that make this whole thing, basically accusing me of being an oppressor and, like, siding with the cops that have murdered people and shot people down, and that made me so mad to be accused like that, that really was not okay to just text me like that, and, uh, then they were just saying, well, word carefully or something and something dumb like that and I, I blocked them but and I know they're not listening because I've blocked them they're not going to find out about this but if you are thanks for that uh, well you said that like 
they said like tread carefully, like they were threatening you. No, no, I'm, they were oh. they were saying no. I said uh, they were like choose your words carefully next time or something. I don't know. It was it was look, dumb look. how they worded it in my opinion. But you know that's not everyone's opinion. And then they were saying like, well, there's this huge history behind MSDB. And me and my friends looked up MSDB, and there was like not any like full articles about it or anything. But I understand kind of a little where they were coming from. But you know, I I just meant it. I'm that I'm not trying to be put into a group where I side with oppressors. I'm trying to say that I will never think all cops are bad. Yeah, I just don't think that's not. Yeah, that's not how the world works. Right. Making you know these massive. I you can say that the institution is bad, and you can you know, and that makes sense. But you you can't you can't personally say every single person that I every single um uh, person. In this large group of people, that include that's yeah, like tens, maybe even hundreds of thousands. I don't know how many cops are in America, mm-hmm. but are all inherently evil, and that that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to just randomly say that, uh, and assume like that when you've met like ten cops personally in your life. Yeah. And then everything else we see on the internet. It's yeah, yeah. That's I just want to say that, kind of call that out anonymously. Yeah, I think yeah, people, you know, and this might you might not agree with me on this, but and that's fine. People can have intelligent and civil disagreement. I find it very interesting that the people who say you know. You know, all we don't need police. You know, get rid of just get rid of the institution. Are usually the same people who advocate for um uh, for uh, tighter gun control law. Oh god, uh, tighter gun control laws, and um uh, you know more. You know, in every other situation except this, they want more law enforcement. Yeah, I just don't. I, 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 I think I. There, we need. There's no way that we can't have some type of protection, but it can't be like I am literally about to reference a superhero movie. So get ready for this, Eli. You ready? Yes. Literally, the movie uh, was it Captain America: Civil War, where the whole thing is that they've been they've had unlimited power, and many casualties have happened because of it, etc. And but. People still need somebody to uh, need protection, you know, because a lot of people are helpless. Uh, so they want. So one person wants to be under the government, and the other person doesn't. And I don't know. I just. I. I think that we do need protection at times. Um, like, if there is a school shooter, you need. I. I believe you'll need protection. And uh, I just think that. There has to be guidelines. There has to be overseers. It can't just be this unlimited power of giving a person a gun and telling them to do what they need to do. Yeah, people, and that's another thing that I was talking about. Like, like why the future looks bad is people don't take, um, uh, you know, 
healthy, able-bodied, financially stable people, they still don't take, um, uh, they don't have any survival skills. They, they couldn't, they couldn't grow a plant. They, you know, they couldn't do any kind of medical, they don't have any kind of medical experience. These people are completely unprepared for, you know, even if the power goes out for a couple of days. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, you should, you should know how to, um, take care of yourself and take care of your family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can't rely, you know, and we've seen, you know, and we've seen what happens when we rely on big organizations to do everything for us. Right. You know, Amazon controlling, um, uh, everything yeah uh the police having way too much power and yeah and it it's it's not how it's not how people should live their lives no no not at all i agree with that uh yeah i don't know i just think my final thing is that i think there's way too much unrestricted access to power and what they need to do to get the job done, however it happens. And many corrupt cops that outdo the good cops. Um, and I think we need to fix that and come together as a community and as a country. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That My main point of all of this is uh, we need to hold more people accountable. We need to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. You can't, there's, there's some things that you can't get out of. You have to take responsibility if you want things to get better. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? We got like 20 more minutes or 15. Well, I guess we could talk about, uh, uh, and of course, it doesn't have. Sorry, it doesn't have to be political or anything. It can just be wherever you want, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Well, I think. Oh yeah, I got something. I think that uh, people have wrong. I think people uh, have wrong priorities when it comes to the quarantine or and all of that. Um. Like, I've seen a lot of people advocating that parks close and all that. And I don't think that that's right. I don't think that that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always do find it hilarious when, you know, all of these, you know, you know, these teenage kids who, uh, you know, who go to Disneyland every week start acting like they're, you know, like they're some revolutionary in Africa overthrowing the British by getting a Mickey Mouse cookie yeah yeah they yeah you know they order all their stuff off of Amazon but it's okay because um, uh, the straw that they use is made out of a different kind of plastic than the bad one so, <laughs> it's a different one than the bad one American heroes <laughs> at it's finest yeah I just don't get why people can't realize that we're literally living textbook history and we need to come together if we don't 
but yeah. then it's gonna keep on adding pages. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm really. Do you have any uh, summer plans? Whew. I mean, before I was gonna be a counselor in training again and get that stuff for you know like resume and stuff like that because I did that year and. I was planning on doing that again, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be doing now. With all my stuff canceled, um, I'm probably going to get a summer job somewhere if I can. So if anyone will hire me. Yeah, yeah. I was. I don't know. I don't. Cause I haven't recently. I've haven't been counting days, and I've just been living it day by day, not knowing what I'm going to do the next. I'm trying to earn some cash because uh I'm trying to make my room a little nicer cuz I'm just going to put like a television on my wall. I just uh I just did my in the past little while I just redid my room entirely. I spent some money to get some stuff. I got a like 10 I got a poster. Now I have a TV in my room. Uh let's see. I I'm working on this like collage of like different photos on my wall, some of my drawings, Ant-Man poster. I have a picture of a giant penguin from Club Penguin on it. Yeah. Yeah, like, right now, the only art I have on my walls is, like, two maps of the, like, two very, like, children's maps of the United States. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, not- yesterday, I, I, for the first time ever, I didn't have anything else to do, so I just cleaned my room. Ah. Yeah. No, yeah, sorry, the ad. Yeah, I, I don't know, I haven't, I've just been doing whatever I want, which is fun. Yeah, I, I've been having a pretty good time. Yeah, it, it uh, isn't as suffering as it sounded at first. School didn't, school didn't screw, screw me over, which was good. Yeah, you're out of school now, aren't you? Yeah. That's good, that's good. I, uh... I miss sleepovers and like me and my friend like I know it sounds stupid but we've been wanting we we're thinking it's funny I haven't actually been out of my car or been anywhere for like two months now and same with my friend we want to do something sometime we just haven't I don't know like yeah. watch a movie together and it's just you know we have to hang out outside all the time we're not allowed to go into each other's houses yet but you know with boundaries you know there's things you can do yeah um, I'm thinking, uh, I I have a kayak. It's like it's a pretty old one, but I like it. Um, and a great activity to do during this. It's safe and all that. Go on the highway the, with the kayak. Yes. I was gonna exactly. say, yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Sit on sit on top. Uh, tie a kayak to the top of your car and sit in the <laughs> and kayak. Sit inside of it. No seatbelt protection or anything. Just yeah. getting put a put a brick on the gas pedal. <laughs> Get a dummy driver in front. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. No, but uh, floating floating down the French Broad, it's not as dirty as people think. Just don't. It, just don't it just was. Don't I guess it's been a little regulated, but before it was as dirty as people talked about it. Yeah. Well, now there's, you know, they got rid of like all the garbage dumps and the raceway's gone. Yeah, yeah the raceway. They dump gone. less sewage. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, you know, there's regulations now. It's just hopefully we can get it to a clean river yeah. at some point. Yeah, I think that, um, yeah, I, I think that things uh, in the environment here are getting better. Yeah, I can, we, I, I've liked the nice weather. weather. Yeah. There's a picture of, like, India is like a comparison due to coronavirus and like it was the original picture everything was so cold and dark and mudgy I guess and then the next picture like India's skies were clear yeah that's really cool yeah India India's a very it's got a lot of problems with pollution yeah a lot they um uh yeah they they, um uh, have some of they are known for building the dirtiest coal power plant, the most polluting ever built. It's kind of insane. Yeah, more pollute. Yeah, more polluting than um, like, like even the ones that like when they first started uh, power plants that were literally just you know unfiltered coal pits with uh, with like some uh, steam generators connected to them. Uh huh. And I think that that really shows that India is number one. They can build the, they can build the uh, world's most polluting power plant ever made. Yeah, yeah. That makes it the best country on earth. Hey, I'm trying to think, last six minutes, what we could talk about. Thanks to anyone who's listening, I gotta say that. People liked the second yeah. episode. Did you listen to the second episode? I, I've i listened to the first one. I haven't gotten through the second one yet. You, yeah, the third or it was a 27-minute episode. Yeah, we got cut short. But the the next episode, that was the one people liked uh, the most. And yeah. So, and then, you know, the third episode was pretty cool, too. So I'm happy if anyone's listening to an hour of this. It was blowing yeah, I hope that people like this. Yeah, I I just thought they're in quarantine. It'll be fun to have this under my belt and remember, hey, I did a podcast and a few people actually listened to it. Yeah, and and you know, I hope that people, I hope that people don't um uh, like criticize me for what I said. I mean, I understand if they don't like what I say. Yeah, like it's okay to have different opinions, but don't. Go and text me or him and just harass us, obviously. Like, yeah. That's not... What are you going to get done by doing that? Just think about that before you do that. What are you getting done? Yeah. Other than wasting my time, what are you doing? Yeah, and, I, and I'll and i be ma- I'll be way meaner in a private setting than this. Right. No, that's not just trying to... That's not a personal hate to anyone. That's just being like... Don't actually think about wasting your time being mean to someone just because they have different... Opinions than you. And if you're gonna do that, think about it, do that. Just block me first, you know. Just go ahead with that. Yeah. There's a little button on the corner of my uh, account where it says blocks. Just if you guys want to know. Yeah. I've been, uh, yeah, I've already been blocked since I actually started talking about my opinions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I de- like two days ago. Oh, is that the person you posted on your story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say names because Yeah, no, we haven't I said mean, any names today and you know, I like that. I mean if you really wanna hear what I mean, if you wanna see what I uh what I said, you can follow me on Instagram at Eli Sorrels twenty three. 
I'll tag him on uh, this Instagram story once I post this on Spotify. Alright, thanks. Yeah. Alright, well, it's like 55 minutes. We almost talked for an hour. Uh, yeah. This is a really good conversation. Uh, yeah, thank you. thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. It was it was good that we got to talk about all of this. Uh, and yeah, if anyone's listening, once again, thanks for listening to us being able yeah. to get this off and talk about it. Hopefully you share our opinions. If not, it's okay. Just don't be mean. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to what? The fourth episode? Yeah, fourth episode of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah all right. I'll see you guys later.